0: Welcome to the Just Conversation podcast. Hello, Christina. Hello. Hello, I am your host, Jack Thomas. That was Christina, and we are your hosts, your your thinking machines for the ride that is just conversation. We are your vessels, as you are a spirit that wants information fed to its soul. Wants to be misinformed. What happened
1: through its ears?
0: Through its ears? Ears. Oh, through its ear holes? Oh. Yes, you are a soul with nothing but ear holes on the body that wants to receive information. And we are here to process and feed. To process and feed for you. Feed you all this information. All of which is wrong. And you're going to be confused about things and life and stuff. And it happens It happens. You come into a podcast and you're like, oh, these guys sound pretty woke. I'm going to learn some things today. And then we tell you perspectives and you're like, whoa, these guys are talking the truth. And then we diminish that and break it by telling you we don't fucking know because we don't.
1: And then we make stuff up.
0: And then we make a bunch of stuff up and then we call it facts. And then you go and you tell all your friends, and you're like, hey, this is truth. And then they go and do a single Google search and find out that it's all a lie. That's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. Anyways, on this episode today, we have a guest, uh, Dave from the Hollow Nine Network. So that's a a podcasting, a fellow podcaster with a uh, little company of his own. And he talks to us on what led to him making this company to start with and we talk about physics metaphysics the universe conspiracies the government lying to us deceiving us controlling our polar ice caps with a doorway to more continents
1: and the devil's running all of it
0: and the devil's running all of it through the illuminati that's how it works the devil runs the illuminati the illuminati runs the government the government runs the people
1: that sounds right
0: Sounds about right. And it's all happening through religion somehow. Somehow religion is in the middle of that.
1: It's a war between religion and Illuminati? No,
0: no. Mm -hmm. The Illuminati and religion are the same thing.
1: Oh, okay.
0: They made religion as a tactic, I guess. Oh. Yeah.
1: They made media to confuse us, too.
0: Yeah, everything is made up. It's We live in a matrix made by them. Yeah. We would never know. We would never know, like, what the hell? Anyways, yeah, so we got Dave on this episode. We totally derail. Christina's in the background of this episode. She doesn't really partake much. She's there listening to me and Dave go on a spiral out of control.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like a roller coaster.
0: Like a roller coaster. That and more on this edition of the Just Conversation podcast. Can you imagine if I had that podcasting voice? Awesome. Welcome, guys. This is Johnny XXX. What does the
1: XXX stand for?
0: Triple X. I am Triple uh, X from the movie Triple X. Yeah.
1: Well, what is he? He's like He's just a James Bond with, or right?
0: something? No, he was just a guy with an X tattoo. He had X tattoo. Here's, here's what confuses me about these movies. Before we go into this episode, let me vent real quick. Vin Diesel has the three X's tattooed because he's extreme. Okay. And they do extreme things, and he drove the car off of the cliff and parachute, and oh, he's extreme. Uh-huh. So they call him triple X. There's a triple X, too. Yeah. So his tattoo became his identity, thus every new James Bond of these guys has to get the same but tattoo. But what
1: exactly is he? is he a james bond like guy i guess
0: yeah like, kind of we,
1: we gotta find that man to solve this giant yes, problem that only to one kill. man can do
0: an extremist and not like not even extreme like an extreme thrill junkie yeah that's only it he can do it only he can <laughs> what the, what's the premise for this movie really what why do those tattoos run his life
1: he was chosen. Those aren't tattoos. Those aren't birthmarks. Oh
0: my god, it's a prophecy. Yep.
1: And the second triple X was. He oh,
0: was ice? the reincarnation. It was yeah. Ice Cube. Ice. I think yeah. it was Ice Cube.
1: Probably. I'm pretty sure he had ice in his name.
0: He had ice. It was not iced tea. If you take some ice tea and throw some ice cubes in it, I want that shirt. <laughs> so I don't want don't. that shirt. I will wear the shit out of that. Okay. <laughs> but giant... if someone gives
1: you that shirt, don't be mad.
0: Don't be mad, I want that shirt. You give me a shirt that has a cup of iced tea with the wrapper iced tea's face on it. Filled with ice cubes that has the wrapper ice cubes face on it, I will wear that shirt.
1: I feel like there's one more ice guy out there. Vanilla. Vanilla ice. Oh my gosh, why is I need to find a shirt with all three of them involved somehow.
0: Vanilla iced tea cubed.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Vanilla ice cube, vanilla ice. Yeah,
1: it would just be vanilla iced tea. So the liquid will be vanilla ice. I mean, it'll be van- both yeah.
0: iced tea and vanilla. I ice.
1: don't know. There's got to be something out there. I'll find it.
0: Or there would be two different types of cubes.
2: Mm.
0: No, no, it's because there's iced tea. It would just be a cube of vanilla, a fro a frozen vanilla cube.
2: Hmm,
1: hmm. Well, I don't know.
0: Well, definitely. Mm-hmm. We didn't just come up with this, and on this episode, that question will be answered. Or maybe not. So, yeah. Listen to this episode featuring Dave of the Hollow Nine Network. Enjoy. It's a Just Conversation podcast. Take nothing personal. It will go way off rails. If you are a butt-herder, please don't listen, for your butt will have many hurts. If you like conspiracy theories
1: you'll really like this episode
0: you really like this episode we go way 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 in
1: yeah not like how we usually do yeah
0: (laughs) anyways yeah enjoy this episode guys thank you for listening and uh bye hi you said hi yeah hi okay hi hi future i mean past future us's good 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 all right yeah so that's pretty much what we do now we just sit here and wait until the miracles happen right <laughs> <laughs> seeds have been planted <laughs> Yeah. So. now Leave it's a patience game yeah no now it's a patience game now we just tried our best to seem like we know what we're doing until it suddenly starts appearing that way hope for the best <laughs> right
3: yeah yeah well and you know know, great classics have started that way too right like that whole opening of little shop of horrors where they're just like so we all stand here and wait for a customer that's just never gonna come in so (laughs) that'll be fun
0: hey that's how that's how life works we can all just pretend we know as much as we want until we suddenly do know and most of the time even (laughs) that is just appearance because somebody asks us and we're like what the fuck are you talking about
3: Well, that all depends on if you subscribe to this new theory that has been making the rounds, like, not only in the conspiracy theory world, but apparently in the actual learned world of science, that we are all actually living inside a giant shared, um, I don't want to say hologram is the right term, I think they're actually saying simulation now. It's almost like they've bought into the... uh, Here's the thing, The, the,
0: the whole matrix ideology and, like, system of philosophy is speaking equal to what a bunch of other different philosophies for example the global consciousness is stating that we are all sort of this one giant perception that is looking from many different perspectives yeah so it's pretty much the same thing we're just using different words to define the same thing we can call it a giant computer but what would be the difference between a giant consciousness and a giant computer if they both generate everything like it just is what
3: it is there's also uh you know, I've heard now this was not you know, this is all second hand this part of it. <laughs> you went out there and um, researched but, uh, <laughs> every bit of this yourself. I say not to not to pull an inception, but we're going into someone else's dream right now. But uh so this friend of mine who's a camera operator who I hire a lot for my day job, he used to shoot these big corporate meetings that were like sort of uh he definitely signed uh nondisclosures. But they were about like uh, these tech departments in corporations that were doing almost like, think of like Tron, you know, like they would almost have a lab underground that's doing like crazy research and above ground they're like an accounting firm or whatever. And uh, they were talking about supercomputers that were going to be able to do quantum mapping and all kinds of shit. And they were talking about this. And And, uh, they were talking about how circuit boards they have to build have to have so many circuits but they only have like millimeters of space to to fit all these things in and it's a very long-winded way to get to where where it's more relevant to what we were talking about a second ago so just bear with me go um, for it. <laughs> and so at some point um my, my friend the camera guy because of the chips thing he started to talk about how there's chips in cameras and how they work differently than computers and they were saying how you know um how do you start to imagine what we're going to need to do to go to that next level and my friend started to draw a box on the on a piece of paper to say, like, you know, so if we're here, he goes, well, why are you drawing a box? And he's like, I don't know. That's just the first thing that comes to mind when I think of something that everything else is existing inside of. He goes, well, already that's too limited a view for you to even understand what we're doing at the next level. Wow. So I think there's this whole thing where. We might not really be equipped to understand it beyond using an analogy like the Matrix or you yeah, know yeah. a share uh, um, for sure simulator.
0: because uh, we live within like slits of third dimensional like fractions. We, we we're, everything is a moment to us, and we see a bunch of moments stacked together. But if we really had to sort of simply visualize just ourselves, let's not even go into everybody being together. Let's just assume you can visualize every moment of your life. All together, you'd have to assume what it looks like to be born, live life, and die all in one cohesive thought, and we don't have that ability. We can only think of a moment as a still, and then the moments that surround that moment. Maybe I reach for a pen, maybe I wrote something down with the pen, but there's no moment in which I'm reaching and writing with the pen both at once. Those are that's just... called
3: superposition right yes like superposition. there you go that's exactly what that is that's a superposition <laughs> it's like where it's giant all happening thing once that's like you from the beginning of your life to the end it's like a giant worm through space and time
0: yes it's like uh what is it D- Divinger's cat or whatever the fuck that's alive at Schroed- some point oh, Schrodinger's Schrodinger's cat, cat. Yeah. there
3: you go he's sometimes alive
0: he's sometimes dead depending on what you like at he's any given moment
3: he's both until you yes, look that's, exactly dude,
0: Cause superposition bro that's freaking nuts <laughs> but but that falls well, under infinity at the end of the day, doesn't it? That we have to consider infinity has to bring in every possible possibility, including the lack thereof possibility. And that's something different. We can't even comprehend infinity, but then we have to try to comprehend that infinity must include lacks of infinity because infinity. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that, dude? How heavy is that?
3: That are that are beginning and end of time exist within something bigger's beginning and end of time, yes. which exists in something. And that at some point, no matter, no matter how high up you go, something had to create the thing that, that you are in, already inside yes. of, looking out at. So
0: something had to be there beforehand. And infinity tells us that, but then what the fuck does that even mean? It's like we we exist in the in the permanent fractalized state where we're always reflecting the next but the previous and they look identical, but they're always in a linear motion, like what the fuck does that mean if here isn't there, there isn't here, but they're identical at all times. What's the difference of me being, the way I like to frame that is, if we assume that like string theory is correct and there are 11 dimensions or 26, wherever fucking version of you're looking at. So we have a, a stabilized number and we see ourselves in a third dimensional cross section of a fourth dimensional being, which is essentially what we are, entire life from beginning to end in the fourth dimension. We're seeing a moment of that in the third dimension. If we're in the third and let's say God is in the seventh, god himself thinks he's in the third and he's questioning if there's yeah, something in the seventh. exactly
3: exactly
0: it's inception we're yeah. a dream inside a dream inside a dream yeah yeah no matter how far up we go no matter how far down we go we're just gonna find it's like how did we break an atom to find more inside of it we get to a quark we break a quark apart and there's fucking more inside what the fuck is that So that means there's
3: something, the same scope and scale of us inside each of those things that we're finding and destroying. Let me blow your
0: mind. Do you know what the Hedron Collider is?
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the key to our destruction. Do you know we make microscopic
0: black holes every time we smash two of those shits together?
3: Yeah. There could be a universe where this entire thing just happened, and and it lasted half a second in our time, but it was an entire eternity in this Yes! Oh my god, you're right on it. Fucking genius.
0: You know exactly (laughs) what the fuck I'm talking about. That's exactly what I mean, dude. I was just telling Christina this the other day, like how every time we do that, within a quarter, within a fraction of an inch, within a fraction of an inch, there are hundreds of billions of universes just coming to suddenly be when we smash two atoms together. They come in, and what seems to us is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second, in the fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of an inch, is an entire multiverse with a bunch of smaller universes that came to be in all their different ways, and it just disappeared in the blink of an eye.
2: And to us, it was
0: nothing, and to them, it was everything and things they'll never even discover. And from our point of view, we're living this eternity, but it's really just that fraction of a second that somebody that somebody else's two atoms smash together, and we're just stuck in that forever. So
3: it, is Christina the other person on the call right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah she's right there. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. Nice to meet you. Hi. <laughs> Usually we do like some kind of introduction at the beginning. Of oh, no, things. I'm telling you, this Over is my a total shop, mess. So I just figured what I've,
0: I've, I've learned that. how to avoid this mess is when we're at the beginning, I just go through everybody who was in the episode and I just introduce it to the audience because I never oh, remember. I'm just like, this person, that person, and this person are all in this episode. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, because I, like I, I, I failed. I'm telling you, dude, I wing it hard. which is probably what god is thinking (laughs) like i'm winging hard yeah yeah, (laughs) look my whole point on god is that he doesn't even know we're here like let's say we did make a universe inside of this little tiny fraction of a space and then hypothetically speaking it's sustainable and it stays there and we decide hey let's investigate this fractionally marginal thing subatomically insignificant and we start looking through it and we see planets what are the odds that we're going to ever just look where that one instance of life happened
3: but by the same token and by all means i feel like we are totally not letting christina talk but Anyway, um, (laughs) if you have something to say, go now because this next thing I see. I tell her all the time to say, feel free to interrupt. (laughs) 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 What if um, because of the idea of a multiverse where every one of us making decisions, there's another dimension where the other decision is what you went with and there's all these branches going off. What if That was all made possible because eventually we were going to make this big thing called the Large Hadron Collider and be creating all of these little universes to absorb that shit because it's like there's been so much exponential growth of just the existence of both humans and these kinds of sort of artifacts that we've been, you know, unintentionally creating just by existing that... It's there's a concept now that the future and the past are both affecting the present constantly, and vice versa. The present is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That
0: that falls under uh, the hermetic principle that cause and effect are interchangeable. Uh, Just because something came first doesn't
3: mean it came first. It just means it was
0: caused by something, and the effect could be the
3: cause, just the way the cause could be the effect. Because I always. Figured on just a i don't know i mean maybe this is where we're limited uh the idea that there would be that like for each there's three people on this call um and that's each of us have probably made an uh i don't know trillionth to the nth degree decisions in our lives already and to think that there's another branch universe where every single one of those decisions the opposite decision was made and, and played out in this whole other way like Think of think of that in terms of whatever is keeping record of all this, right? Like, there's got to be some kind of central mind that this is all existing in when you get to the top of the pyramid. We'll never probably even be able to come close to understanding what it is. But even in that regard, there's got to be, like, space on the hard drive for all of those possibilities, right? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe they they knew that eventually, and this is why people compare the large hadron collider to the the story of the tower of babel in the bible is that maybe they knew eventually we would build some machine that would make space for all of that to then yeah, you know, we'll just channel that shit right into the future like yeah you guys make all your fucking decisions do everything you want and that'll just go all right into these giant fucking tubes you assholes are going to build that are going to come close to blowing your world up every time you turn it on but fuck it, man. You guys want to know how this all works, so good well, luck. Well, <laughs> I can sort of
0: explain how that would work. You just gave me a weird image, so I'm going to paint you the picture that you put in my mind. Picture a bubble on the inside, and then a bubble on the outside. And then the universe consists of the. Inside of the inner bubble and the inside of the outer bubble, but not the outside of the outer bubble.
2: Uh And then in
0: the inner bubble, you put both a black hole sucking in anything from inside the inner bubble, and then a white hole spitting out anything that's inside the smaller bubble. So in one side of the small bubble, it sucks in, in the other, it spits out. Now, the beginning of the universe is the one spitting into the middle bubble, Mm -hmm. And the ending of the universe is the black hole that is just a white hole in between the two bubbles. And then everything gets pumped into this other space where everything is sort of repeating. It goes around the entire circumference and then ends up on the other side and then gets pumped back into the original bubble, thus looping all of reality in something that could... And now we assume that all of universes and shit exist within these two bubbles. So everything we understand inside of these two bubbles, so whole universes and galaxies and multiverses are getting pumped in through to this two-bubble system, each one in their own two-bubble system. So everything is theoretically repeating an infinite number of times as it gets sucked in, crushed, spit out the other side and rebuilt, and sucked in and crushed and spit out the other side and rebuilt. And then theoretically, with an infinite number of times, that could just mean that they knew because it happened and somehow they tapped into the halfway point and knew of what was well, going there's,
3: on there's a uh, you know nietzsche had the the theory of the eternal recurrence that no matter how many times this shit keeps happening all the same things will happen like all the same decisions will get made all the same events will occur maybe there are slight variations i think just mathematically neo is supposed to represent all, all these anomalies eventually accumulating but maybe this explains what like things like deja vu are, you know? You're just like, "Oh shit, like my mind just caught up that." I actually have a theory for what I think deja
0: through. vu might be. I think that in for example, if you if you picture the fourth dimensional version of yourself as a worm from one moment to the other, right? Yeah. And it's just coiling straight through. I think deja vu yeah. would be when two when you're coiling over onto yourself so that that three-dimensional slit gets revisited on the first time going through, and then as your time keeps moving forward on the other side when you're coming through it again, just the cross section. So you witness sort of the same moment twice, but it's not really. It's just that as you're coiling back over your same moment, you experience it the first time going through, and then in the future as you're passing that same kind of access. Does that make sense?
3: it's so it's almost like an echo a little bit like kind of going over a bruise and remembering what you got like what put it there you know if you made Um, a bow
0: picture a bow like you're gonna tie uh, a bow and then you got like a little knot coming over it when you're going that where you're tying the knot once you go through there, because you start on the left side and you like follow the, the the whole string, the shoestring. You follow the shoestring from the beginning,
2: and then you <laughs> you you're,
0: you got you're, you're dragging your finger along the the shoestring, and then you loop around and boom, you're there the first time, and then you come back around. Okay, now I'm touching the same part twice. I think that access point is déjà vu. I don't know, I'm not there,
3: but I think it might be. <laughs> yeah but you experience it from the perspective of within that moment, you know yes. it's not like you experience it um it's not like, like you're daily. suddenly
0: going back in time or anything.
3: you yeah, don't feel like you got sucked easy. out,
0: went through it, so I do feel <laughs> like maybe the grid of space in the fourth dimension is of infinite moments, and then we are just the presence that is in this worm shape, and whatever we're touching, whatever our body is touching at any given moment is what we're witnessing happen, and then that cross section touched by two different parts of the same worm equals that deja vu
3: and you know what if you want to go back to your bubble within a bubble analogy like whatever the membrane of that bubble is made out of usually when we think you know when we make bubbles it's usually with soap or something that is an oily consistency usually you see a wide spectrum of colors moving around like an oil slick but it's it's liquid and it's flowing around like very fluid yeah it would very much represent the idea of all of these moments just kind of washing around like a giant ocean of collected consciousness and so they would make sense every once in a while they would overlap and so you're experiencing a moment for it in your mind at that moment is the first time but since time is this eternally recurring series of moments Uh, every once in a while you get a little after splash of the last time or maybe that's like your future self or or yes or maybe you get
0: something that hasn't even happened yet and you just (laughs) ran through it too early oh shit so a future site would essentially be the same thing as deja vu you just happen to be overlapping something that is really meant for the future but the one part that's kind of sort of touching it at the moment isn't exactly totally touching it like the other part in the future that's some fucking complicated shit right there. <laughs> Holy crap. So, Future like, Sight and Deja Vu would be identical.
3: Have you seen Interstellar? Yeah, that the, movie like, blew I my all, mind. It's all about Nolan movies now that I'm on your show, apparently. So, yeah. Uh... <laughs> no, no, that movie was great. Which one was th- th- that one? It's with, uh, what's his name? Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah.
3: No, yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, there you go. Oh. Okay. He, um, there's a part in that movie where they're traveling above the speed of light. Like, there's a lot of funny math in that movie. Yeah, that movie uh, had, that had a little bit with. of bullshit going on. But they definitely do this thing where he winds up experiencing it, and we see it at both points. We see it in the present, and then we see what is continuing to be his present when he's traveling to what eventually becomes points of time in the past. And he was his own like a ghost, or he was his own moments of deja vu. Like it was, I don't know. I'm not explaining this correctly. Honestly. No, no. So I actually remember
0: yeah. the moment specifically. He was seeing sort of an after image of himself repeatedly, many, many times. Yeah.
3: In the especially like in the in the ship in the first point, they see this kind of like ripple in in space, and when he goes to touch it, like his his fingers start to like distort in time, space, and they didn't know what that was, and that turns out to eventually be him. <laughs> like, yeah, at that way, moment, just looking back yeah, at time, yeah, but that's like way later, and, and at that point, time is folding over on itself. It's fucking nuts, but you know, like when you're watching the movie, I guess because you have him as the anchor to to be uh, aligned with. Yeah. experiencing this yeah yeah it makes more sense right like you're you're on a linear path with somebody else so you'll well, see kind of your mind can process this it. movie is actually
0: a really good example for my argument versus science which is scientists are assholes who don't know how to talk to people they need to learn <laughs> how to visualize things the way that directors can and the problem is directors don't fucking really know the science people like yeah. uh what the fuck is his name? Albert, people like Albert Einstein. Think of Albert Einstein, whose entire mission in life was to, to, to show you a visual representation of what he was talking about. Yeah, he knew the math. He knew the math better than anybody else. He died without ever being proven wrong. Like, that's crazy. Who the hell has that story? But he didn't give a crap about the math. He started off just like Stephen Hawking. They would think up what it would look like first and then see if it was possible with the math. And that visualization that they can go to a complete stranger and discuss this information and the stranger just through these visual representations can just be like, oh shit, I get what you're talking about, even if I don't know shit about physics. That is my problem with scientists in general, because the divide between the fucking morons that are completely against science, as in it doesn't, it's because they don't understand it. But how the fuck are they gonna understand it when all like not everybody's interested in the intricate little details we are. We happen to be, fair enough, we're probably coming across like some couple of losers right now (laughs) to the rest of the people listening. (laughs) I get it. But not many people are into it like like this. You
3: know, in Colorado or someplace where like weed is legal there those those folks are probably like, yeah, dude we are so down with this. Yeah, they're blown away right now. Like, whoa. Everybody else is like, who the fuck are you? First of all, do you have, do you guys have any credentials? (laughs) Are you PhDs? Have you studied any of this shit? Like, should I you, and this is i don't know i think when it's conversations like this, this is like this would be like shit we would have had uh conversations like this in the cafeteria in high school you know, hell yes shit. um that i think is far more forgiving uh, an area where we can pontificate as if we did know what we were talking about than some of these like diy podcasts out there where they're like i'm gonna tell you how to fix your life just by my eight week course on how to be <laughs> authentic and it's like First of all, what the fuck? I'm going to buy a course on how to be authentic? (laughs) Uh, That makes a lot of sense. Like, you're going to, you who who doesn't even know I (laughs)
0: exist is going to come and tell me how to be the most me I can possibly be. You don't know who that is, but your path in life is going to help me. Thanks, guy.
3: And they apparently, you know, I mean, if they have a really nice-looking website, you know, they put a lot of money into this shit. That means there are dupes out there paying them for this yes, shit. Yes, I know. There oh are some, God. granted, some good people out there that are that are spreading either training, technical training, or things that they're, you know, trained and credentialed to do, and more power to them. I hope they continue to have success. But it's the shills you got to fucking watch out for. And yeah. There's a lot of them out there. Everybody so be mad at those people. Don't be mad at us some bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, it's like, come on, if- if
0: we were seriously trying to shove what we believe down your throats, it would sound like we believed in something. But I'm pretty sure through the course of this <laughs> conversation, we've already, like, jumped our perspective on the same topic, like, three times. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: well, we're also following a pretty, uh, a pretty random, a, a randomly branching off yellow brick road of uh, ideas here. You know, Yeah, I mean? yeah, maybe, maybe they'll come back th- to the main no, path, but die. who the fuck <laughs> knows?
1: Where was it
0: where was what
1: the main path i don't
3: even know i'm sure
0: i don't even know what got the ball rolling again i said the magic just happens and then we pretend it works that's that's
3: yeah you said we're like waiting and i was like we're at some kind of interesting bus stop where a bus may never come yeah you know like when you you put it it. out there like that we we don't even know the shit's running today guys good luck see what happens (laughs) like we could be waiting for hours
0: potentially who the hell knows but yeah, no, I'm fascinated <laughs> by that. Like we're going to
3: entertain ourselves if that, if at the very least. <laughs> that, there you go.
0: That's really the point. If anybody is listening and they like it, well, congratulations, guys. you totally enjoyed hearing
3: other people talk.
0: I don't know what that's about, but whatever. Ha ha ha)
3: I hope that there's people out there like that. Otherwise, I should just shut my network down.
0: <laughs> so go ahead, tell us a little about your stuff. Let let us know what it is life means to you. What it is you're doing in life. Share with anybody paying attention.
3: Oh, uh, well, I um I launched a podcast network. Actually, we launched it in two thousand well, December two thousand fifteen. Really, more January two thousand sixteen. But then we kind of took it more seriously and restructured it last July. So we're about to celebrate our one year uh, anniversary. And now we're like an incorporated network. So we're actually like a a company and a business and shit. Um, So, yeah, you know, support us. (laughs) (laughs) We have a a network of over 30 shows and mostly we cover TV shows and films, a lot of Netflix stuff. We do a lot of the streaming services. Yeah. And then um, we also have a couple that are sort of more going into like the catch all territory. Like, um we have one that's called this podcast sucks and it's all vampire stuff and then we have oh. one that's called what am i watching and that's like our movie podcast um so it's it's kind of stuff like that is starting to happen so. okay that's pretty good you guys are branching out in every direction what's uh
0: the name of this uh business you are running senor what's, he, what's the name of your business
3: senor <laughs> That's my interpretation of a white South American. <laughs> That's hilarious because I've been told at times that I look Hispanic, but I'm actually Italian from New Jersey, so I don't know how that works. Um, I guess it's the dark hair. Um, but yeah, we're the Hollow Nine Network. You can find us um, at uh, hollow com. It's the word hollow, the number nine I N E. That's all. One word, followed by dot com. Uh, and then all of our shows are listed on there and have their own microsites where you can listen to them and stream them right there. Or you can download them through iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher. However you get podcasts. All the various podcatchers. All the beautiful uh, know pod who, who stuff. Are. What got
0: you into this, man? Like, what is it that drove you in the direction? Why, why, why the want?
3: Uh Well, actually, so uh, my day job, I'm a video producer for a not-for-profit in New York that will go unnamed <laughs> for now, um, but definitely not as anywhere near as um, sort of entertainment oriented as the podcasting and stuff like that. Yeah. And I actually had a colleague back in like 2006 who randomly started one of these, and I listened to one episode of his show, and I was like, oh, fuck this, I'm doing one. <laughs> and so... Um, I was also, like, kind of jamming with these guys at the time, and I was like, yeah, this will be a good thing, like, we could kind of feature our music, and then we could kind of, you know, capture some of the bullshitting that we do on the mics in between songs, because the drummer I was jamming with at the time was this... um doctor who really wanted to be a rock star but instead wow. wound up starting a, starting a family Let's so he built a studio in his basement and he would just record shit constantly so we had all these recordings of just our jam sessions and stuff um <laughs> so yeah lots to unpack there you want to pause and, yes and i want up? to <laughs> focus on your doctor friend here first of all is
0: this doctor friend at some moment ended up in podcasts
3: yeah well he he definitely you know the fact that when i met him it was on like this musician's classified site. I was just putting out there that I was a bass player looking for a band and he was a drummer looking for a bass player and a singer. And so when I went to jam at his place the first time, it was his basement. He had turned his basement into an actual recording studio. Like it had, he had cut a giant hole in one of the walls and put the soundproof glass in the middle and had like the, the board and all kinds of recording shit on one side and the drum kit and amps and stuff for the guitars on the other. So that's the
0: weirdest human being I've ever heard of. This guy started off as a doctor, wanted to leave that to go do full time music, and then somehow got socked. Sock- he got socked. <laughs> no, he got sucked into sucked life. Yeah, yeah, he got just... sucked with life. What's what's <laughs> the transition into podcasting from that?
3: Well, that was me, like because uh, you know we were jamming and we were recording, and I actually you know I had done a lot of music stuff in college. I kind of felt like I. Lived a little bit of the rock star life then and so it wasn't more much more than a hobby for me, the music after college. But for this guy, it was like you could tell it was his last grasp at glory. And so he was oh, always like talking about He was going to through movies. that yeah. uh,
0: that middle age realization. Yep.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. yeah, I was like in my mid twenties at this time and he was his like mid forties. So it was definitely like yeah we're in really different spots bro you have kids and shit your wife is super not happy that i'm coming over to jam on wednesday nights and I'm, that i'm here till like 11 and that we're like smoking doobies after the jam session you know it's like there's a lot going on that i'm like i don't want to be the reason you get divorced bro that also kind of has a weird sound to it just in general <laughs> you know there was yeah a lot i got going divorced because of uh my homie which i'm just like
0: yeah that's a little weird bro step up just telling that story uh, leads to questioning a couple of things you know people are just gonna insinuate immediately
3: yeah especially in 2018 like that shit's it's hard to uh, you know be a uh, person who doesn't mind being vulnerable (laughs) and that's what all of us do yeah yeah no no, this (laughs) politically speaking we're in such a broken
0: world right now there's is you can't really do anything realistically speaking look you try to be a musician because it's what you want to do oh go get a real job you get a real job oh you don't know how to have fun man like what the fuck where, where can you yeah. possibly land
3: Meanwhile, when you go to get said job they're gonna look at your fucking facebook page so you better make sure there's nothing on there that's gonna make them question um hiring you meanwhile once you do get hired well, at the holiday party, everybody's trashed. People are probably going to be fucking at this thing, so be ready. But thank God you took down all your drunk pictures from Facebook, you know, because they couldn't hire you knowing that you had the propensity for being human.
0: Yeah, yeah no, that's, that can't be a thing that could happen. <laughs> How dare you have a life outside of this job? And then the complications of actually getting, let's say you, you come in fresh out of high school or fresh out of college and you're looking for a job. Not only do you need to already have not have been a child throughout that period of time with a Facebook, with friends, and proof of their existence and things you did as a teen in school. But at the same time, you need to already have a bunch of free time for a job that's only going to give you part time and you need to be able to do that at minimum wage, in order to afford a full-time home. So, congratulations, America. You've done it right, I guess.
3: And so that's how I got into podcasting. That no, <laughs> The heavy derailment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back.
0: How did you get in into it? 2006,
3: things weren't this bleak, all right? 12 years ago, it was a lot like more fun still. Everything had a little bit of a sheen of hope to it. Yeah. See, there's a, there's, bucks, there's
0: a, there is a bright side in the past. I don't know where that went off to right now. It's taken a va- the, yeah. the bright side took a vacation. He doesn't like Trump. That's, He's out of country.
3: That's how the rise of fascism works. It's a slow erosion. So you
0: you you were depressed with life, knowing the future sight. That hey, I have my spidey senses tingling. Somehow the fun is going to be sucked out of everyday interactions. Let me start this now. <laughs> what were the steps before the apocalypse began?
3: That, that way I can stay in touch with my friends from the safety of my protected domicile. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, so I guess once my call, my my coworker had done one, I went to the same website that he had was hosting his on and signed up for like the free version because all the platforms. Have, have like a free shitty with not much memory and not much bandwidth, but you can get your feet wet, kind of figure it out level of an account. And, um, instead of, but instead of having it be this thing that was like featuring my band, uh, or at least my band's music, the music was sort of in the backdrop and all these early episodes are still available on our automatic feed. You can go and find that on iTunes. And, um, it was really more of all like the random banter and shit like this, like talking about movies And then slowly it got to be that was a lot more fun, you know, like I would have friends who even weren't in the band, but we'd still come over to my apartment and like hang out and be playing video games and get a little toasted and then just like start recording and we'd just talk about, we would play the movie game, we would talk about what movies we'd seen recently, we'd talk about fucked up things we'd seen on TV, and it was just like having a pirate radio station in my apartment, (laughs) you know, that every week my friends would come over and get trashed and have fun and slowly these little like dramatic scenes started popping up and getting added to it. But it was always very much influenced by things like, uh, weird Al Yankovic's UHF. Um, and, uh, you know, stuff like that, that was just kind of this free form, just whatever. Well, what would you do if you inherited a TV station? Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of like, Hey, here's a bunch of crap. Do what you can with it. Well, plus like Apple, you know, I got my first Mac (laughs) back then, my first iMac. And GarageBand came with, like, these, like, sound effects and radio stingers and, like, uh, music loops and all that shit was royalty free. You could use it as much as you want and not have to worry about copyright infringement. And it was sort of like if you just put in a time of, like, sitting there and lining shit up and experimenting. You know, I was building basically this little dramatic radio play. Um, We definitely have one of those now. (laughs) We have a much more organized. I mean, this is now 15 years later. A lot much a lot more professional experience, a lot more uh, uh Yeah, experience yeah, you turn the, the hobby play. into the life.
0: You successfully do what most yeah. people are too lazy to even really try to embark on.
3: You know, I'm sure there's there's probably some areas of my life where I probably could have made different decisions and gotten to this point earlier. Like I had been in a relationship for like five and a half years, um, and we were engaged and then wound up calling off engagement that happened like three or four years ago. And I know that during that time, my mind wasn't even in the, can I do can I do this as a business? Can I start this as something that could maybe, you know, start out as a hobby that brings in a little bit of cash, but could eventually lead to being something bigger. And I'm not trying to make it sound like we're at the something bigger part yet. We're only a year into the actual, you know, real business. But it's always bigger stuff. than it was, no matter
0: when you're looking at it. Sure, sure. Thank you. Appreciate that. So you were pushed through a weird, weird set of events that led for you to end here in the first place. (laughs) It was the most random set of pieces.
3: It's crazy because, I mean, I was with this other group in Chicago. I actually helped build that network. Um, Like the number two guy, but the number one guy, I mean, we had the potential to be doing it as a business, you know, like one or two years in and and it seemed like the guy running it just didn't want to take the risk, didn't want to take the steps. And, Pretty much everybody had asked multiple times, hey, when are we going to start to, like, at least allow for the accidental possibility we might be able to bring in some cash and, you know, all the hours of work we're all volunteering for this thing could be, you know, pay off a little bit. And uh once that had been going on for a year or two and then we started to have some major creative differences, I was like, you know, fuck this. I was doing this before I was with this group and my feed is still active and it's already approved on iTunes. I can just jump back and do that. And I was just gonna go by myself and figure out, you know, how to be a solo podcaster. Yeah, yeah, the, and, the daunting quest. Uh, well, that's yeah, that's some scary shit, right there. I still don't really do that. I, I have all of my shows, or you know, at least two or three people on the yeah, yeah. show. I wouldn't even but, know but, how um, to. There begin were other that. people that were unhappy in that, and they saw that I was getting ready to leave. I. It's like we were all living in the X mansion, and one day I was just packing my bags, and the door was open. and Someone noticed, and they're like can we come with you? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> and so, like, a handful of people came with me, and we became sort of like a fledgling network. Like, we're, we're our own little kingdom in West Coast. We're not going to get involved with all your bullshit over there. We're just going to build ourselves up over here. And uh, and now we've we've gotten to the point where you crossed our one million download mark in February. Oh, congratulations. Uh, we're on track for two million. Thank you, thank you. So we should have two by the time we turn one year, because... Uh, seems like we're at a pretty good average now of uh, like a quarter million downloads a month. So that's kind of half revenge against the guy that we left in Chicago and half just to see if it was possible. (laughs) So there you go. Hey, you got
0: a couple of things answered there, and it's definitely possible,
3: man. I'm telling you, that's that's
0: the difference between everybody else and somebody who goes through what you've gone through. It's a matter of the work. You just put the work and you get the results no matter what the case might be this is how it works for everything always yeah. the problem is people just want people want the success minus the work and that's why nobody succeeds because nobody's willing right, to do the right. work you put the work and of course you're going to get success regardless of how long it took you were dealing with other crap at the same time so it took longer but had you isolated and been a hermit you would have gotten there sooner but been miserable so what the fuck is the price to pay right but, like, yeah, yeah. I'm
3: actually going to sign a piece of paper right now that means the IRS knows all about this and is going to be fucking looking at shit like, oh, man, all right, I mean, fuck it, let's see what happens, because if I don't do this, then we definitely can't, you know, have the miracles happen, you know, and so, fuck it, that's part of the taking the risk part of
0: it. Yeah, that's, that. you are completely right about that. Sometimes you just got to go, there there are, we live in a shitty world of shitty rules, and avoiding yep. every single rule because, oh, I don't like it. Well, fantastic. You can't do anything without, like, moving around some of these. Like, it is what it is. And, yeah, like, fuck it. Now they're going to yeah. be watching every penny that comes in. But, hey, there's pennies coming in.
3: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, everything shouldn't be like, uh, oh, I'm getting to the loophole. You yeah. know, it's like I'm a lawyer. I'm, oh, you can't really prove my client did it so because there's not enough Outside of doubt, you have to minutes innocent. Like, well, fuck, man, the guy might have done it. It's like, well, we want the other way. We want, you know, I just want the possibility. So if I do this the right way, I'm, I'm following all the rules and I'm being compliant, just hope that there's money to pay taxes on, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> word up. That. Like, there's, I don't know, priori- <laughs> priorities are so fucked up in this country. It's not even a country, and <laughs> people in general, but there's something so specific about this country that's specially fucked up. The people are like, I care more about telling you what I think than I care about being able to feed myself tomorrow. Like, good job, bro, but I feel yeah. like the order of that shit's kind of fucked up right there. It's like, yeah. bro, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, once you've done that, it's, it's a lot we. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's fucking crazy, I'm telling you. you, you your story is a, a proof of concept. All you do is do the
3: <laughs> fucking work
0: and then you get the shit. Yeah. That, it's not I hard. Mean, like, and oh, you, sometimes it is that. hard, let's be fair. Sometimes it is hard. But you've pushed through oh, yeah, the hard yeah. and you learn the lessons. That's the fuck that's the game. That's the way it's played. You go through the I shit, mean, you, you pull out the lessons, you get and gain the experience, you fucking level up, and then you go on to the next stage. So the fuck exactly. you play it.
3: And then you have, you know, you'll definitely have moments that will be rewarding enough for you to keep going. Like, we applied for press last year. We got Dragon Con in Atlanta. We got New Jersey Horror Con. Um, we didn't get... Oh, I don't think we applied to C2 and E2 in Chicago because I didn't feel like traveling to Chicago. But um we didn't apply for New York Comic Con. We applied this year, and initially we got rejected. And at first I was furious because I knew that we had gotten approved... um when we had been with the group out of Chicago, and their numbers weren't anywhere near as good as the numbers we have now. So instead of kind of taking to Twitter and bitching about it, I just kind of wrote back a uh, I don't suppose I could get more info on why we were rejected. Could I? You know, I'm sure getting a million of these emails. Um, the thing is, I've been here, but I've attended this event before on press from outfits with less impressive numbers than mine. So just trying to find out what happened. And they gave me the opportunity to provide them more information. They're like, yeah, we were confirmed stuff. So if you could, you know, verify your numbers for us and everything, um, then we'll be probably pretty cool and we won't get overturned. But um, that's the kind of shit that I feel like a lot of people might, not, might just take the rejection and go on to Twitter and like that's that's what the new generation does. Yeah, yeah. No, they just would they would explode and destroy get. the
0: possibilities <laughs> Would it be the immediate reaction? Yeah. Fuck Comic Con! Yeah. Fuck this yeah. Trump! I mean, fuck Trump! He did this to me through <laughs> Comic Con.
3: Oh shit! But um, yeah, you know, it's like sometimes you kind of, uh, you know, you take that extra second, and shit, it might go your way. Um, but that's also because I kind of felt like, well, fuck, I know we have the numbers, you know, and and it wasn't like a like one of, one of my friends was like, oh, you could totally hit them with a First Amendment violation, you know, if they're letting any press in, they have to let all press in, and I'm like, well. Do podcasters count as all press yet? Like, does the law, you know, does the law recognize us that much? You know, yeah, I know. doubt it.
0: Um, <laughs> it's still so kind it's, of climbing like, you know, up
3: slowly. Yeah. Isn't yeah, it, it, it? I gotta be honest about that.
0: Isn't it fucking crazy that there are some, like, fucking Joe Rogans out there, and there are fucking, like, TED Talks on fucking podcasts, and we got, um, what's a, what's a, the the documentary one? Freaking...
3: Oh serial. Serial or, or Radio um,
0: Lab. Like these things are out there and somehow this is still taking forever to like really be in the oh, light. Like what the fuck is that about? Shit.
3: Dude, Forbes is talking about podcasting a lot this year. A lot of articles from the magazine. I think uh either somehow the the podcasting wing of the Illuminati decided that this is the year a uh, legitimate uh, <laughs> publication. I bet, putting I bet it's an map. actual branch <laughs> of that
0: department.
3: <laughs> I mean, I would love Apparently one actor who told me that the fact that I was able to get New York Comic-Con to reverse their rejection and let, and give us access, she was like, that's like getting invited into the Freemasons. I was like, well, fuck, I didn't know that. I know that I've been backstage in the press area and seeing people with these little pins on their jackets on their lapels and going like, that's like, I don't know if that's Freemasons, but that's definitely whatever that is. That's the signal. That's That's, the, that's, the that's signal. what you should be looking for. <laughs> that's the reptilian shit. That's the, like, if I look at you guys with the they live sunglasses on, you're going to be not human. I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. All right. Well, hey, man, how's yeah, it going? Basically, like, <laughs> the, the kind of men in black, brothers, black decided, decided like, to let you in yeah and i'm like oh okay that's cool but you know it kind of makes me think what if we suddenly start running into people that i have to question like this like oh my god dude am i talking to like a fucking undercover agent for whatever the secret government is you know i it's like you kind of walk that line sometimes when you hang out back
0: you, you see know. some pretty weird things and you start interacting with, with people who are connected to to pretty big money Like, something like Comic-Con, that's particularly intense. The fact that you you go and hang out with some of the people... Again, those guys have to be back there because they they got their people confirming that it's running the way they want. So it could be something as insignificant as a dude that drew a comic book and got a little bit of attention to something as big as a freaking Walking Dead or some crazy shit like that and both of those places connect and they manage to communicate with the one sketchy guy who's roaming in the background somehow taking notes on everybody and nobody really knows who the fuck he is or how the fuck he got there but that <laughs> dude is still there and he seems important because he's taking notes and we don't know what those notes are and we don't know where that notebook goes when he's not holding
3: it Yeah, we don't know we don't know who he has to turn that into at the end of the day yeah exactly um, it's mostly, it's mostly guys in suits just standing around with, like, the double hands, you know, folded in front of them. Very, it almost felt, at, me, at first, I was like, oh, this is a team series. This must be Mafia. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's got to be something else. I've never, obviously, I was never crazy enough to, like, let me, like, fucking study that pin on your lapel just so I can start recognizing who the secret society people around me are. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck this, man. That would have been lovely Archie to approach it with.
0: <laughs> can you imagine everybody else just stops and pauses to watch you make this interaction happen? They're just very curious at the one guy who's ever brought it up.
3: That would be suicidal. You don't want to do that. You got to do this shit like on the on the sly. Like, you know, in my mind, it's also too like you got to just respect the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you let them know that you know that they're there and you know that there are rules and that you're following the rules so that when it really comes down to it, if they get pissed. They're gonna be like, oh well, this guy was cool. Don't fucking kill him and his family. Oh no, <laughs>
0: everybody else. Everybody around, I know is fucking.
3: Everybody. This I know guy is gets fucked. in the bus. You, you get on the bus with us. We're getting the fucking chartered flight out of here. But this city's about to go under, bro. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no,
0: cool, man. <laughs>
2: I'll oh man. Oh my exclusive god. On-
3: <laughs> that being said, <laughs> that
0: being said, think of all the towns you don't know exist. Just oh. Just imagine how many places you can't even, like, somebody would tell you their name and it doesn't mean anything to you. It's nothingness. And then imagine some of these places have, like, crooked scientists making crazy shit happen that the only real way to get rid of what dark shit is coming out that we can't seem to stop is to erase this town off the face
3: of the earth. Would we
0: fucking even know? (laughs)
3: <laughs> we gotta, we got a hammer down protocol on like twenty different locations. The masses don't really even know exist. Yeah, like what
0: the and fuck so, would we even know? What if know? The
3: towns in the village, like these towns, might still think it's the '80s or something because the people in it are so isolated from the rest of the country and the rest of reality? Yeah, <laughs> to be really deep, if we're gonna go conspiracy land on that, you know. <laughs> Like
0: man, that'd be fucking nuts. We could be again. We could be racing places off the face of the earth every five minutes, and we would never fucking. know. I'm sure we're doing it overseas. Like realistically,
3: have you flown across the country? Like, have you flown to Vegas or California or anything?
0: I've been to California. Yeah, I've been to Texas.
3: When you look out the window, especially if you're crossing from the middle of the country to the West Coast, there is a lot of areas you fly over that are just like. Filled with nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just vast expanses of empty. There's nothing there. And every time I fly over, I go, how much you want to bet there is a city right there? Like, one of those patches of fucking nothing could actually be one of these cities that are kind of like the city that's near Area 51 that you really can't see from the sky. Like, they even... Yeah supposed to be very primitive camouflage like just those like tents over it you know those sort of like camo
0: here's some fucking nuts shit to think about imagine we didn't build our highways our highways were meant were told to be built so all the streets could be intentionally like not going towards these directions and then all the planes aren't stopping anywhere that there's no streets for them to land so maybe some of these places are in fact real but the grid that is commute in our country. Or in the world, depending what the scale we're talking is, could just be intentionally constructed so that we we would never even accidentally cross these areas in the middle of fucking nowhere, whether it be in the woods or it be in the desert or it be fucking just yeah. settled on top of the fucking ocean somehow. <laughs>
3: there could be areas there could be no fly zones that we don't know about you know like the whole reason that the air traffic is controlled as tightly as now this is where i really start to sound like one of the guys that joe rogan has on to talk about you know one that's actually one of the things it's funny we mentioned joe rogan i actually like his podcast a lot um because he has people on of such varied views and so you know one time you'll have someone on who's convinced and has all the proof that the world is flat and then like Two weeks later, he has Steve-O on, who uh, apparently went up in the uh, Russian MiG one time when he was on a tour... In Europe and they went so far up to like the edge of the atmosphere and he just used to his phone and took a picture yeah. and we could see the curvature of the earth. So I'm like, fuck, man, you know, part of me kind of wanted to start believing in the flat Earth. There were so many people convinced. Like there's so many really intelligent people, PhDs in physics who are like, Yeah, man, there's no fucking way that this is a giant ball. And then you have Steve O like, Yeah, I was just up there, it's a giant ball. And you're like, Fuck who is like- <laughs> what is going on why are we even questioning this there's gotta be some reason that people feel like doesn't it drive you crazy
0: that they can question it with such elegance and persistence (laughs) that just their determination alone is enough to make you be like man probably <laughs> it just, just the know, termination that's point, alone convinces us Ain't that some like, I've shit. never
3: been up there myself if I saw the curvature with my own eyes I would easily be able to say yeah fuck you shut up I've been there but the fact that I haven't and then are all these people going well dude look the math alone says it can't be possible it's like oh fuck But well, that's fuck. <laughs> that's so nuts,
0: and that's not only the crazy part because at the end of the day let's say Steve Will took this picture and he showed you the picture what's the difference between the picture from Steve Will and the report that says it's fucking flat if both of them are accounts somebody else
3: gave you, uh, trust and plus, the who says that the curvature of the glass of that plane wasn't designed to make sure that the, the Earth looks curved, or exactly. maybe he had a setting on his phone, maybe the footage that we saw from his phone was treated like until the shit was in my hand from the camera it came out of with no, no chain of custody in between. Like everything is suspect. Yes, <laughs> you know? exactly.
0: Everything. There's you had a question, and let's, let's let's break this down far enough. Because let's say you do go up there. You yourself see the fucking curvature of the Earth. How do you know that what you're describing as curvature is what somebody else meant in the first place? How do you know your brain is functioning just right enough for you to have that exact information they were referring to? What if you think this is curvature and you're not even fucking on the right topic? And it's because your brain works differently.
3: Exactly. Plus, Plus, I think there's a flat Earth model that takes into account a bubble like a dome-like park. Oh, yes. uh, That could be the only park that they're showing you. You know what I mean? That could be the only area of airspace that they're approved to fly to. Like... You mean to tell me there's a space station up there, but we still haven't had anybody do a commercial flight through space for really fucking rich people to be able to fly around the globe and be like,
2: there uh, it is, right?
3: guys, ball Earth right there, you know? Like, it's weird. These coincidences are there, and they fucking make it so that these conspiracy theories have like a 1% of believability probability to them. You I know? mean, like,
0: whenever ah. I can't figure something out, I just cop out and say infinity, thus it's all possible.
3: So. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, the fact, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy that it sounds like it's mostly sci-fi, but the more you go down the rabbit holes of all the conspiracy theories, it starts to lead up to the same uh, spot, and that starts to become very rooted in spirituality and religion, um, mostly the fact that <laughs> supposedly whatever the Illuminati is is, like, driven by the fact that they're Satan worshippers, and so... That becomes this thing where people say, "Well, what if I don't believe in that shit? How is it still affecting me?" And it's like, "Well, they believe in it, so all the stuff that they're doing is based well, whether on you it. believe in this stuff or not is still faith based and could yeah, be, yeah. you know, like accounting there's... for why things don't make sense. You well, know what I mean? Like, well, shit. Man, like, like I would it,
0: completely man. agree with that in the account that it would be like." How do I put it? I would completely agree that, yes, it most of these things, most of everything, I don't know what the fuck it's about us humans and our need for fucking explanation that we can't just say we don't fucking know. So we need to, hey, that thing said it knows, and I don't know where the fuck the idea of that thing came from, but whatever, it knows. So I don't know where that came from, but pretty much everything goes back to some faith or some belief. So I, I can completely get behind that. My grasping the problem here, because I've heard this theory before, is how do we connect the dots between the devil and the Illuminati being the reason everything else is being run? Like, I don't,
3: does not compute. Well, the fact, you mean like, and, and, and that also does tie to the flat earth theory as well. The Illuminati
0: and Flat Earth? Or t- I'm not even surprised. Whatever. Why it assumes it be? that the Earth
3: is flat and that the Illuminati is hiding it from us by indoctrinating us to believe that the world is round. And that if you go all the way back to people like Copernicus, they were part of the early renditions of things like the Freemason which eventually became the Illuminati in 1782 or whatever the fuck. Um, because but they want yeah, us to fall it, off,
0: right? They want us to they, set, well, they set sail and, to, and then just come off the edge. Onto the where?
3: yeah the idea is if the world is flat this is this is this is from what i've been able to pull together from the vast years of my doctorate <laughs> yes yes your doctorate on theory. fucking flat earth theory <laughs> provided by the university of youtube um wikipedia so just, uh, keep that in mind <laughs> um but the idea being if the world is flat it means that we are actually part of a closed system that was designed by a divine creator and that we are an experiment being observed where special attention is on us the world was created for us um if we the theory behind us believing we're on a floating ball in space removes god from that equation because we're now then part of this giant random aftermath of an atomic explosion in a realm or in a vacuum that we don't even understand the full existence of but it just means that we're sort of like neo or the accumulation of a mathematical anomaly of possibilities of random genes fucking coming together in the primordial ooze and making life so that Immediately removes the idea of attributing anything special to God and having to think maybe we should now see so again. This is also going to be, once it becomes faith based, it becomes like, all right, which faith? Of course, Christianity. And so it means, of like, course. by removing, removing our even um, honoring of the idea of a creator and not following the rules that that creator left behind in the form of the Bible, we've now set the stage for the eventual complete rejection of God by all of humanity, which is exactly what is needed for the return of the anti or for the arrival of the Antichrist and the rise of a satanic world. That's what like the New World Order is all sort of based around. Um so many kind holes of with that. Because why can't we just conclude that God
0: made this random assortment of things and that this was part of the plan and that us figuring out the mess is his great like thing his great design is i don't fucking know what i'm doing and everybody who's here figure (laughs) it out
3: let there be a light the ultimate maze for mice to run exactly we're just here's a bunch
0: of shit figure it out guys i'm gonna study you versus it's all figured out what am i gonna study
3: yeah I don't know. I, I mean, uh, to me, I kind of feel like either way, whether it's fucking round or flat. Yeah, we're being fucked I, I don't regardless. Don't know.
0: <laughs> it doesn't I don't stop know the fact that there's somebody else in my, control.
3: Is that, yeah, that going to affect my day-to-day life too much? Not really. Do I really need to know why gravity works? I guess not. I don't know. But um, unless it is going to have some kind of bigger implication, I still feel like... There's only two the, scenarios in which it would matter. One,
0: you set sail for whatever reason, or planes don't function outside of the flatness of the whatever. So if they're suddenly not over the flat, they just plunge into nothingness. I don't know how that works. Or if you're like (laughs) sailing, you fall into like an infinite fucking waterfall or some bullshit. Who the hell knows how that one works? So that's one scenario. And the other would be if it was round, the only case that would possibly matter is if you were trying to escape the planet and fucking get the hell out, you just want to understand how Far out, you need to be because roundness equals gravity or whatever the
3: fuck. Or not roundness, well, it's mass. Yeah. Equals like, how does how does how are you staying on an object that's spinning when there's something called centrifugal force which should throw you off of a moving object like that? Yeah, the spinning of the Earth is supposed to be what is responsible for gravity, but we're also getting our gravity from the star in the center of our galaxy. But the spinning the of the, the Earth is responsible could... for the gravity. That's sort of what's how do i put it
0: that's keeping us attached in a different way though the mass of the earth keeps us attached to the earth it keeps us aiming down then the rotation of the earth keeps us moving with earth so that the outside forces like radiation and shit don't plunge us into nothingness so i guess that's what the rotation is really doing the rotation creates the uh, yeah. the magnetic field right i think so the rotation I equals think, the
3: magnetic field. And, and our proximity to the sun, right? I mean, there's something about the radiation from the sun, and also supposedly the center of the core of our Earth, the the magnetic core of the Earth, yes, and then the, the, the molting... poles at the top and bottom, where it's all sort of the big magnetic loops yeah, that's yeah, going yeah. on. All of that protects us the from there baked. is an extension of the flat Earth theory. I don't know if you've heard the expanded part of it, that um, Antarctica <laughs> is actually a giant ice wall oh yeah covering the the entire the
0: entire surrounding yeah yeah yeah, i heard
3: and then if you go over the ice wall and are able to traverse the ice tundra beyond it there is a, a more ocean with other continents that are full of like resources and shit that we haven't even touched yet and so in my mind you know the one of the big things with all the illuminati conspiracies is that like they're supposedly revealing little truths in movies and tv shows i'm like oh well that's what that movie elysium is then you know one of those fucking continents has to already be like set up and there's probably some fruit on that like island that cures cancer instantly, and so that's why all the rich people don't give a shit about the polluting of the environment over here. Because they're, like, they're oh, perfectly... Dude, we... Wow, I never even considered <laughs> we've got, that. we've got Continent X over there, we're just going to go to fucking Elysium, man. Yeah, we'll fucking pollute the shit out of well, here. That's water. kind of hey. impressive.
0: I never considered that. That's kind of impressive, though. If, we, if there was, tra- theoretically, something that we couldn't traverse, but there were technologies capable of it, so long as the general population had no access to this... You can, exactly. you can have, or maybe it's not even a matter of getting over it. Maybe it's just you drill enough until you break through to the other side and there's a legit doorway that they just block off and it looks like snow and you'd need to know exactly where it is in order to find it, but you go through it and boom, more ocean.
3: I mean, that's why there's a lot of conspiracy around the fact that there's this... 1957 treaty about antarctica signed by like 12 different nations that says like nobody's allowed to go there it's under the control of like it's the only thing all the nations on the earth agree on is controlling fucking access to antarctica that alone is like a huge fucking red flag now of course i don't have anything open to document this this is just from my years and years of watching shit tons and shit tons of youtube videos about this but i have googled that shit in the past and it has come up as a real thing so this 1957 treaty is that's legit sketchy as fuck. Um, yeah right so i mean like in a world where no one can agree on whether or not fucking clumps of cells are humans or not we can say oh but no one can go on antarctica like what the fuck yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like that's a, that is fucking ridiculous and that nobody you know that nobody cares about the fact that there are mysteries like this i feel like that's just something that I don't yeah, because you Maybe. just kinda blew
0: my mind. Let's 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 sort of unpack this a little. <laughs> if we were to look at the, the, the current on un- the globe that we have, we'll assume that's all the destinations the general population knows exist, and that's why they show us these destinations. They pretend we can spin around the entire thing and come up the other side. But according to right. the flat earth theory where the the center point you twist everything around it and then flying mm. around in a straight line is basically just flying around the circle.
3: Yep, yep okay it's uh and if that's true it resembles what it resembles a carnival ride right where you're like on dumbo and he's attached by a fucking bar to the center and he's just flying around in yes a giant yes circle. Yes, well, yes, that, yes that dome in the center that has all the bars attached to it that's the only raised part of the flat globe right The or the flat globe the flat earth the plane the infinite plane reaching out in all directions um so it's like the idea always behind these revelations or the kind of idea of what the Illuminati is doing is that they're fucking with us because they know more than we do. They, You know, there's like this sort of like uh, you have to tell your opponent what your plan is aspect to the way they see this all coming about. And so, you know, it, it would be ironic, I think, that... This thing that we're so familiar with from childhood is this innocent thing. Oh, yeah, it's like a carnival ride. Yeah, that's what they're really fucking doing with all of the uh, air traffic control uh, patterns. Yeah, spinning them in circles.
0: They could just, like, go ten minutes in that direction and get you there sooner, but they have
3: to get you believing
0: that it's going to take (laughs) forever. (laughs)
3: And if you're indoctrinated that the world is round, there's a globe in every classroom, like, you know, apparently the way a lot of these conspiracy theory videos talk about even the idea of public school being the sort of main uh, source of everybody's education still sounds like it's so new like as if the state just introduced this shit and i'm like yo the country's been around for a long fucking time like two centuries almost three and like a public school's been a part of that for I, well into the 100 year mark so um the idea that this is a long con going back over a century is kind of hard to imagine but a lot of these things that they start pointing to and connecting, you start going, well, oh, fuck, man. And like like you said, you're like, fuck, man, my mind's blown. Shit, let's talk about this for another 20 minutes. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, no, like, you got to understand, go dude,
0: deeper. that there's so many layers to this shit. Like, at the end of the day... Anybody can drop a certain amount of knowledge on you that you had no clue about, and now you got to consider, because, again, you didn't have it to start with. The problem we have in this country is people will blankly be like, I didn't already know it, so it can't be true. But it's like, that doesn't really work that way. This new information applied to what you already know can equal something different entirely.
3: I mean, I have long had the question of so all these people who run these companies that don't want to give a shit about the environment let's not get super political but let's just get like conceptually political for a second the bottom line that you're constantly trying to increase for you to keep making money to keep making more money requires a living customer base all right it also requires an actual fucking place for your business to exist now if you're gonna be freewheeling and willy-nilly fucking polluting that environment where are your customers who pay the money that you're trying to increase your bottom line with live and you actually are killing them off what is your plan for when there is no sustainability of life to even maintain the existence of that business and the only thing i can think of is that they don't give a shit because at some point when they've exhausted the resources they've strip mined that area They're just going to take what they've made and move on to this other spot. They've got to have this other spot where, like, the pollution and the shit doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I was actually about to answer that
0: question with that idea that maybe there are – there's the one perfect place where everybody – where all the Illuminati and the Masons hang out and shake hands with all the presidents and all the political douches and everybody who doesn't give a fuck about the stuff. They hang out in this one patch, and then there's what we consider to be the planet, where everybody is getting polluted and killed off and whatever the tragedies are happening here. What if there were, let's say, hypothetically, three other locations just like this one, but perfectly not polluted and being just bred and created under a we're in perfect harmony kind of ideology until this place rots off and they move on to the next one and do the same thing there while they re... Like furbish this area we're in right now, so that they can come back in the future and do it all over again. There could be mm-hmm. many patches, just like our own, behind many different walls that nobody can get through, and they're just playing the same game on different groups of people that don't even understand that there's so much more out there. And, this could be and not- what's
3: the, like what's one of the first reasons someone would have to not believe some of this is because that shit sounds like something out of a movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like they've already now, I mean, to... that's the other thing, though. I mean, like the part that uh, like if you're looking at this from a practical perspective, that would mean they've created things like the entire entertainment industry just to have a mass mind control system. I mean, actually, when you put it that way, that makes sense. But like the fucking expense to go through for this, you know what I mean?
0: Like if you can unless do it's that... not actually expensive for them. What if what our understanding of value is simply applicable to where we are? And they have something so in such a large scale, because I have a big theory that is that power ultimately falls way beyond the, the, the last line. So we say guns are an illusion for race, and race is the illusion for wealth, and wealth is the illusion for power. Then where does power go? what is beyond power so maybe there is this thing that's just so beyond our understanding of of control that they can just money doesn't mean anything because we can literally we can manifest that instantly in any scale we can imagine so we assume all bill gates 60 billion dollars or 80 i think now 80 billion dollars wow so much money and they can make that happen an infinite number of times super easily And it's like he thinks he's rich, but he's also trapped inside this bubble. And their understanding of rich is hundreds of millions of billions of trillions of times greater than what he thinks is rich. And they can just come over here and do whatever, and it's priceless. They're just tricking us, making us chase our own tails, doing all the work... To pollute ourselves and ruin ourselves and kill ourselves off so that they can sort of benefit off of ah, the product in the see, long run.
3: imagine way. this. I mean, like, if basically what you're saying, the entire creation of an economy was to was to create a class system that could be controlled by debt. I mean, debt slavery is a much Whoa. easier. It's a lot easier to enslave people with a non-violent methodology that they don't even realize is a methodology. It's the same fucking concept as the tell them the lie, make it big, and keep repeating it, and eventually they'll just they'll fall in line. You know, it's like. It it, it really starts to point back to, all right, well, when did we go from, like, spread out tribes living, like, off the land to this giant organized, you know, systems of government? Because that would be right there.
0: Yeah, yeah, we are behaving more like robots or machines just in line for something else. Exactly,
3: you know, and if that's the case, too, then there has to be a point where money won't matter even for the people who are elite, because... Again, it goes to if you're destroying the environment that the you know, I mean, like, let's say we are on a planet. If you're destroying the planet that everybody exists on, including your customers, and that doesn't deter you, you have no concept of concern for the fact that eventually that's unsustainable. You've already got something else to be looking forward to then. It's the only thing that makes sense to me because humans don't work that way. They're like the faith level isn't that strong. You know, um, I feel like the faith in religion is another just another method of control. But like the idea that, oh, yeah, we're just going to fucking, you know, run ourselves into the ground and we'll figure out what to do when that happens. No, they fucking know. Yeah, that they already as as have that happens, something
0: <laughs> to go to. Yeah, there's the, they have plan B.
3: Yeah, there's like a rocket ship waiting for them. You know, I mean, maybe you need uh certain amount of billions of dollars to go through whatever gateway they're going to open with the Large Hadron Collider. And so there's only like 20 people are going to get through and the rest of the world is just going to fall into whatever Armageddon is awaiting us. For all we know, know, the
0: Large Hadron Collider and all the math that comes out of it and all the science surrounding it and everything similar and anything attached to anatomy and physiology, our understanding and anything uh, about the freaking cosmos and anything about chemistry physics itself could be obscured and designed just to get us trapped into some kind of frame of thought and none of this is fucking real and the reality of it we haven't even like ever been introduced to we don't know what it would sound like we don't know what it's we we don't know what the surface of this looks like let alone the rest of the fucking you know the tip of the iceberg we don't know what the tip of the iceberg looks like
3: and yet somehow in the midst of all that, there's a sliver of the crystal where this shit's going on. Where where I started a podcast network, you guys have a podcast, and we're like linking forces for the night on a Saturday in New Jersey somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe like, we're
0: the ones who are it, shaking shit up. Maybe we're on that patch that's figuring things out a little too much and they're like all right time to get rid of this one to make them so make this one implode and we'll go focus on the other one because these guys are gonna find us soon maybe that's yeah, the problem right. here maybe we're shaking shit up too much and they're getting worried they're like oh they're eventually gonna come out with the right equation and just be like right through that ice cube there's a fucking person like, oh, That's shit.
3: why I always say I'm gonna wind up being that old guy living in one of those human camps in Terminator, telling everybody what it was like before the fall, before the robots finally rose to take us and welcome the alien invaders at the same time. Um, yeah, it was great. There was oh PS4. bro, it's so much more complicated than that. <laughs> the robots are gonna turn on us at the same time that the
0: invasion happens, and we're gonna try to beat the aliens by creating zombies in the first place to try to kind of zombify them and beat them that way. But then we're just gonna have human aliens, human zombies too. that that cross paths
3: holy shit and so all the stories that take place in all these different apocalypses are those towns that are in the middle of the country that none of us know about and each one of them only experiences one one branch of the trifecta of apocalypses. So, yeah. like, there's one town that just thinks there's zombies, and there's another town that just thinks there's aliens because they were so far away that the three threats started to spread as they made their way across the country. But if you got to New York or D.C., it was a fucking three-way from the minute yes. the shit started, yes. and there were no Avengers. Man, no one fucking showed up to stop this. So it was like, if you got out of New York that day, you were like the last, the last generation of New Yorker congratulations
0: but then the question here is let's take it a step further let's say there are aliens and then that is being kept from us and let's say the people keeping it from us are these extremely elite people that means they're channeling that maybe we do have peace with aliens and they they just come (laughs) to this peace over here where the elites hang out and get to know them and stuff, but they're not allowed to go mess with the rest of the order, you know, the, the 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 prime directive. You don't get to fuck with their system, and they said, don't fuck with those other people over there. Those are our test subjects, or those are the people that keep this planet running, and they can't know you exist, because it'll t- turn them into chaos, everything, madness. It'll fall apart, or whatever the case might be.
3: Yeah, they always claim that the public would panic too much. Um, I feel like... A... What happened? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, no, go ahead, man. Nah, I feel like it would be,
0: I feel like we would panic, but we'd settle pretty quickly. We've learned to adapt to crazy shit kind of quickly because of just the circumstances we find ourselves in for whatever reason. I think yeah. an invasion or, or the realization of aliens would just land us on, the fucking government kept it from us, rather than, holy shit, there's aliens!
2: Mm.
3: Well, it would be a breakdown of government, right? Because we'd say, well, fucking, they can't protect us from this shit. Why are we even paying them anymore? You know what I mean? The whole idea for government is to protect us and keep shit organized so that life is better for us. And if there's this force that could just show up and land on the White House lawn and take a shit right in front of everybody, it's like, well, fuck, dudes, you guys are out of a job. Sorry. And that would be a good reason for them to uh, for them to not reveal it. Um, and then unless I think they came out
0: and flat out said,
3: hey, We've just found
0: out about aliens, and we're totally going to have this under control, guys.
3: We, we actually just figured out what their language is, and we've been able to communicate, and we've worked out a treaty that says they won't eat us. I mean, actually, if you think about this, if we're keeping it cynical um what if we do have a treaty with aliens and that treaty is we won't blow up your fucking planet as long as you keep your population fucking nice and plump so that when we get hungry every 50 years we could swoop by and pick up a whole bunch of human meat i was oh, like uh wow a couple of years ago i actually said on a podcast i'm like we must be like the chicken of the galaxy like you know like everything tastes like chicken on earth like yeah. oh yeah i tried some rattlesnake shit tastes like chicken great like Human must be worth it. I think we were talking about that movie Signs, and someone was like, why would aliens come to a planet that's 70% the, the element that kills them? I'm like... Dude, we fucking go underground for coal. People die doing that shit constantly. We, we we will die in pursuit of something that tastes good or makes us feel good or is good for us in some way. So I would totally put it, wouldn't put it past an alien species. If they had the technology to just fly through space, they're going to be like, fuck it, water's not a problem. Yeah, water the is the least problem. of their fucking problems. They're just <laughs> looking for something.
0: They, they can make anything. They just want the ingredients. They want it. They, they want the recipe. There you go.
3: They come over here to taste us. Th- they'll make a spaceship to fly across the galaxy, but they'll come off the spaceship in a, like without a suit on that protects them from water. Like, fuck you, you all deserve to lose this war. I'm sorry. That's just stupid. Like, how can you be so smart and so dumb at the same time?
0: Yeah, no, it's freaking... See, that's it's not possible. If they really do cross this giant galactic problem we can't seem to figure out whatsoever, their technology is way too far ahead. There's nothing, yeah. there's fucking nothing we can do about it. It's realistically the end of the rope. If they came violent, it's over. There's nothing we yeah. can
3: do. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, shit. That is a huge leap for us. Now, if the Hadron Collider is supposed to be that, well, then get fucking stepping, guys. Seriously.
0: I had a weird dream once where the Hadron Collider was functioning, and they, uh, they because you know the Hadron Collider, this is a weird fact, but you know it's like, sir, I believe Kern the the hydrocolytic I'm not sure if it's
3: that one CERN (laughs) CERN CERN, is it called? well yeah there
0: you go one of them is surrounding France
3: it's that one yeah it goes under three countries
0: yeah okay so what if Man, this is fucking weird. But in that dream, they turned it on, and the the lie they told us is to smash atoms together, whatever the fuck. But it's like a ring that creates a portal or something.
3: Portal. Yep.
0: Yep. No and cares. they just flung everything <laughs> inside that ring to fucking nowhere, and it just disappeared. And we just got a gap that's like a wormhole. Dude, Did you gotta watch the Cloverfield paradox, year? man. The Cloverfield. Pa- what happened?
1: But all those countries disappeared
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah all the countries yeah. i don't even know what countries are there that fucking got pulled out but two three countries just got like, sucked out into fucking nowhere through this it's weird like, wormhole
3: it's under geneva switzerland france it's under like three or four countries um yeah dude i think i mean that's the they, uh, shit there was that book and tv show called the event where like oh no no that wasn't the event it was fuck Flash forward where everybody blacked out for like a minute or like two minutes and 17 seconds. And during the time that everybody passed out, like literally the whole planet passed out at the same time. Whoa. And during that time, people saw six months into the future of their lives. And in the show and I think in the book, they 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 said it was a result of turning on the Large Hadron Collider at the same time. As neutrinos from a star that supernovaed like 10,000 years ago were hitting our atmosphere, and they caused this, like, this temporal displacement of everybody's oh, consciousness.: So
0: it'd be like tracheons or some shit interacting with this crap. Uh, uh, Jesus, nuts, I never right? even considered <laughs> that, because with enough energy, it's just like an atom that you, or not an atom, but let's say a photon, a photon carrying enough energy is visible to the naked eye. It's just a pack of them collected equal sight. So a a tracheon with enough energy, even if it's going backwards in time, theoretically, if it had enough energy, it would be perceptible. But if it was a tracheon from a previous version of you, or rather the previous superposition of a planet and everything on it, (laughs) you could pump enough energy to recreate a large portion of what would have happened because it's coming from the future back in time. It could just bring that information with it. So if you could power that in a single moment, let's say 2 minutes and 16 seconds, you could potentially pick out a giant chunk of that tracheon with enough energy so what would cut i guess the energy of a star so it would have to be like a a tracheon or a pack of tracheons it would have to be like a shit ton of tracheons that are just coming from a certain direction so those tracheons didn't actually come from the star this is this could work in science to some degree if going through the star powered them enough they travel at the speed of light so it only takes them eight minutes to get from the star to us and they get to us at exactly the same moment that we're that at that patch of space atoms, and they yeah. yeah, they smash through it and they we just create this sort of weird the combination of the energy from the hedron collider dispersing with its little explosions that send everything in every direction tracheons bouncing off of that energy already arriving with the energy of a star we could theoretically see into the future because the tracheons brought it to us that's heavy science what the, do you know who the director for that is that's impressive
3: as hell uh oh shit why am i suddenly blanking out? his name is fuck I, I i'm actually friends with the author on facebook hold on um sawyer robert james sawyer
0: robert james sawyer an impressive guy if you ever hear yeah. this doubt it, but if you ever hear this impressive man that's huh, you sat there for a while bro
3: yeah you know well he's and it's crazy because i think he's an atheist and then the people who made the tv show were Christians, so they started to kind of add a little bit more of a religious implication to it than he was happy about yeah or it's the other way around but i'm pretty sure he's an atheist because the way that that book ends is very sort of science-based very atheistic um but yeah you know it's just concepts like that that then they have been discovering you know the fact that you had already the kind of particle to talk about that um travels backwards in what we perceive as time and then the idea of those D-wave computers that work with um, uh, fucking uh, particles that have multiple positions at the same time—they're both in, within our our time space and outside of our time space. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, well, he, these, these things are real. This the, isn't the like shit from that movies. the ever real. since we managed to
0: detect the gravitational waves, science has taken a fucking nuts explosion. There's too much going on because it confirmed too many equations that just needed that information. And just that confirmation leads to too much. We know that a warp drive is capable of existing because of how gravitational waves warped space mm-hmm. at such vast distances. This was a fucking theory until we measured an infinitesimally small jump on a line. Just just that was enough to be like, yeah, now we can fucking make a warp core and then fucking fling ourselves across. It'll take years, but it's possible. And it's like, the fact that we're in it, again, it's faster and faster all the time. Before, small moves forward took forever. Like, what the fuck is the difference between the first car and a fucking plane? What the fuck is the difference between having a candle and now everybody having light?
3: Well, maybe this is also the reason for the mass incarceration in a system that keeps us as, like, sort of debt slaves and shit, so that when these... These, you know, discoveries are realized to the point where we now have the practical means to do this because, you know, the amounts of energy that are required for these things, the the theories behind it always make it sort of implausible that it would even be um, pragmatic to try. But once we get to that point, you know, once we they do start revealing the uh, the magnetic drives and the things that don't require fossil fuels to create energy like that, they needed a way to be able to bar the rush at the gate, I think, of all of us going, well, fuck, send me to the past so I can fix my life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let me go not make some of those mistakes that I know I made, you know? Or let me go invest in Yahoo when I was a fucking 10-year-old. And by the time I get to be 30, I'll be a fucking young millionaire and it'll be great. I want to go through all the shit I went through. You know what I mean? It's like, Maybe the idea that all these parallel dimensions, you know, theoretically exist is because at some point in the future we create time travel, and it's just as soon as you start doing these uh, branches off of the space-time continuum, it just starts to stack on top of each other.
0: It could definitely be like that. We could... If, if you envision that the, the 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 fabric of the universe itself is actually literally a fabric, just picture a sheet with a bunch of marble yeah. spread across it, you can have another sheet on top of that and everything exists between these two sheets, but if you can just, mm-hmm. you know, cut a little bit with a scissor, now you have access to the top sheet. What the fuck is this top sheet if it's not the sheet of space we're fucking on right now? And we could just yeah, do can. that in our fucking three-dimensional world and show how that works, so visualize visualizing or not visualizing that but the, the the fact that that representation exists in some manner shape or form and that we can sort of measure it with our equations and kind of predict it and see other dimensions in different ways like we do age and we do see time moving infinitely forward for some reason so we know that there's some other thing we're moving through in a single direction so yes there is a fourth dimension that isn't height length or width and then that Idea alone tells us that if we're moving in one direction on this sheet What if this same thing could be moving in a different direction on this same sheet now? We have a fifth dimension. That's multiple possibilities of the same thing. So just Theoretically, it's possible and then scientifically the math tells us it's there. So chances are we are just stacking an infinite number. Like I said before, won't we'll always look like we're in the three, but whatever we're looking at in seven also thinks it's in three. It's just a bunch exactly. of infinite bullshit stacked on top and how we move through it. But then the thing is, you know how the dimensions break? Because whatever's in seven is really just us at the end of the day. <laughs> That's what's fucked up about this. Because yeah. me, you, Christina, here in the room, all talking differently. We're all different people. We think oh, we're all different personalities. And in the fourth dimension, we're all just individuals with an entire lifespan in one moment. But then in Universe 5, we're every possible variation of that timeline. And then in Part 6, we're every alternate version of that timeline.
2: <laughs> and then in 7,
0: we're the collective of every timeline so now we're back to just one thing
3: and that thing eventually is is the top dimension what god is because it's just everything everything gets smaller right i guess yeah up in this in this theory or this this perspective and so you know this could be the idea of once we have the internet and we have everybody broadcasting their goddamn thoughts every five fucking seconds you basically have the collective consciousness is is kind of Yeah, we can say that
0: Facebook the thing is made up of Facebook profiles from people. But we don't say, hey, that guy's profile in Facebook. We say, Facebook, you're going to Facebook, you're going to the consciousness, you're going to connect to the consciousness and offer your part to the consciousness, this living thing. But then (laughs) we look at it again and say that Facebook, like MySpace or Amazon, is just a collection of Thoughts in different forms, and we can put that Facebook and Amazon and Google aren't. We're going to the Facebook, we're going to the internet. I'm going to jump on the internet. This is a collection of all that. That's a different collective consciousness than just the Facebook made up of all the people. But the internet made up of all the websites that are made up of all the people is also just a consciousness. But what about all the different levels of the internet? The dark web and the deep web and all this other... Okay, so those collections of signals are one thing. But then we also have radio signals. And we got fucking radio... We got radiation and we got fucking x-ray. We have a bunch of different signals. So all those different signals stack on top of each other is what we call reality. So what the fuck is going on Shit. if we can live within <laughs> Th- all these
3: the simulation Th- <laughs> of reality the shared matrix yeah it's fucked up we're actively <laughs> in the middle of
0: these fucking sheets stacked on top of each other and we see them and we still like pretend they're not there
3: it's fucking nuts it's fucking nuts. And it's almost torturous that we're able to think about it like this. You and know, other animals just anything. go about their existence yes. and we're like, oh, I wonder what it means. Oh I my I God, then I'm about to ruin this. your yeah. life
0: and tell you that the only reason you think you have no time is because you measure time. Because if you didn't measure time, age wouldn't
3: be a thing. And uh, yeah, and everything would exist in one instance. <laughs> it's like, yeah. If you didn't measure
0: time, it's just like, eventually I will die. No idea when it's going to happen. You only know that you're going to die soon based on age so when you're in your 80s you're like fuck i could die any moment now but if you're not keeping track you never fucking know that you're 80 who the fuck cares you're just gonna die at some point it's a surprise yeah
3: it's it's again for sure well, I hate to do this, but i got to bounce because i got another show I'm supposed to be on in like 13 minutes. So Don't I need to even run to worry about it, bro. Uh, Plug your kind shit. Of decompress for a minute after this, uh, this railroad uh, high-speed bullet train we did through, I guess, like... This was like a, a Philosophy 101 on acid.
0: This uh, Yeah, pretty Plum much. Episode. That's what every episode is. Don't <laughs> even worry about it. It's very heavy. <laughs> we'll get somewhere at some point, and we'll see what it looks like when we're there scenario.
3: Like, if you ever go for sponsors, you should definitely go, in at least the states where it's legal, all the different dispensaries and weed places. You're like, yep, you know, they. Uh, we, we provide the entertainment perfect for enjoying <laughs> your medication from these locations, because, God, man, this is a, every stoner and trippy kid's, like, fucking wet dream Yeah, dude, just
0: spiral out of control. Because, again, all we're going to do is get to the realist versions of ourselves through long-form conversations, and then just trying to keep it alive, we're going to get as <laughs> stupid as possible. It's just what it is. <laughs> It's, it's all it is it's a struggle to try to make content and the struggle equals good yeah. shit fuck it
3: well shit man thank you for uh, letting me hang out in y'all's clubhouse for the day it's been a lot of fun for hope sure man hell sometime. yeah i hope you come back
0: dude tell everybody where they can find you what they can do to reach you and all that nonsense before you go
3: um, you can find, um, almost everything is at the collective of hollow com. That's the word hollow, the number nine, I N E.com. Um, and then we're also on Facebook We're at the hollow nine network on Facebook, hollow nine spelled the same way. in all of these instances, um, there's also at hollow cast on Twitter. And I think it's the underscore hollow nine underscore network on Instagram, and uh, it's mostly just pictures of my nephews and shit because I, you know, I'm stupid and use my company's Instagram for my personal life. Uh, you can also email me at clone at holonine.com, dot com, but that's k l o n e at holonine.com. dot com. I also have Dave the Clone at gmail. dot com. And uh yeah, you know, jump in, be part of the conversation. We're gonna be posting we always post the links to our live streams on our Facebook channel. So uh if you're happen to see that and you click the link and you wanna jump into the, the chat and interact with us while we're talking, that's awesome. If not, you could always email us and we'll read that shit on the air. We really like to be interactive. So if you hear this and you think that this shit would be fun to participate in, by all means, Hollow Nine is a place we want people to feel like they could come to do that.
0: Okay, that's fucking awesome. I didn't know you guys were interactive like that. Shit, I might have to go <laughs> harass you guys myself.
3: Absolutely, man. You definitely got to come over and hang out, both y'all. Word up, man! Thank you for showing up.
0: Very much, dude. This is fucking one of the funnest things ever. It's rare to get somebody just active like yourself with such crazy angles on everything. I love to, I love to come across people like me who kind of like to spiral a little.
3: <laughs> yeah, sometimes I gotta dial it back. Cause some of the guys in my shop, some of the guys and girls over there get a little too like, all right, dude, you're getting too deep. We're too, we're too fucking far. We just want to talk about Stranger Things, and you're like all over the goddamn. <laughs> so, you're breaking apart of temp- subatomic look- particles, and I just wanted to know what the upside down looks like, man. <laughs> And you're trying to figure out what it is, where it is, how to mathematically prove it exists. It's like, yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm like the guy who got killed by the Demogorgon in season one. I get it. It's fine. All
0: right, right, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for being here. This has been Just Conversation. Take nothing personal. And, uh, you know, follow Nier everywhere he just said. Follow us on uh, GreatThoughts.info. Follow podcast anywhere you can find it. Throw it at all your friends. Hit them with it if you want. I don't care and uh yeah thank you guys for being here this has been really good thank you so much dude this is real good
3: yeah no thanks for thanks again for letting me on this has been a lot of fun nice meeting you guys for sure
0: yes yes All right. Say a couple of things. Read the alphabet
3: to me. Read the alphabet to you. Okay. Um. I'm just gonna say it from memory because I don't actually have it in front of me. But how dare be, you uh, not have a, a page? A, B, how
0: dare you not have a page of the <laughs> alphabet right in front of
3: you? I'm part of the viscerally offended. A source kit. <laughs> uh, it's like... Wow, there is if there was a book on podcasting, I'd probably just violated some kind of cardinal rule there. Like the first thing you do as a podcaster is have the alphabet painted on the wall above where you're gonna podcast. Yeah, you gotta so that read if it. If anybody <laughs> needs to communicate with you from the upside down, they can.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Make sure you always have lights attached to it just so they can light the right ones up at the right time, you know.
3: Because, you know what, there's no point in only going halfway on this. Like, don't half-ass it, just fucking do it the right way. Because, yep. God forbid, we actually say that it's so that you know the alphabet if someone were to say, read the alphabet to me. And I'm just like, oh, wow, I should just, yeah, I'll pretend I'm reading. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> <And> we'll, we'll <laughs> that was... start there. Cause you just grab a random it. piece of paper, say
0: you're about to read it. Wait, hold on.
3: I don't even have a random piece Hold on. Something I could, like.
0: Like, there okay, you go oh you got a piece of paper with the alphabet <laughs> on it you
3: can't prepare that like i found one yeah <laughs> just happened then it's, it's they're not in order though it's like the letters are kind of in these patterns that we just, call <laughs> words. they just scattered <laughs> randomly about gotta start fishing Some them out mad, mad person went and organize these things into like you know symbolic groupings um, but yeah, do you still need the alphabet? Or nah, still, nah, I got, I got everything, <laughs> I got everything, I Instead of just saying the alphabet, I went on an entire, like, ten minute rant about how basic the alphabet is.
0: Alright, so how do we sound on your end? Do we sound nice and clear? Yeah, everything sounds great. Alright, Christina, go say something, to see if uh, he can catch you nice and clear.
1: Do what do I say? I'm gonna say the alphabet. Wow. A, B, C, D, E. <laughs>
3: Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's like, some of it. Wait a minute. Are we already messing up? Yeah, yeah I hear you loud and clear for sure.